Surah Al-Baqarah consists of 286 ayah, page 2 until 49 in this website of Quran.com. It took place of revelation in Madinah. Why the name Al-Baqarah? Al-Baqarah, or the cow, has been so named from the story of the cow occurring in this surah. Verses 67 to 73. It has not, however, been used as a title to indicate the subject of the surah. It will, therefore, be as wrong to translate the name Al-Baqarah into the cow or the heifer as to translate any English name, say Mr. Baker, Mr. Rice, Mr. Wolf, etc., etc., into their equivalents in other languages or vice versa because this would imply that the surah dealt with the subject of the cow. Many more surah of the Qur'an have been named in the same way because no comprehensive words exist in Arabic, in spite of their richness, to denote the wide scope of the subject discussed in them. As a matter of fact, all human languages suffer from the name limitation. Sequence Though it is a Madani surah, It follows naturally a Maki Surah, Al-Fatihah, which ended with the prayer, Show us the straight path, or straight way. It begins with the answer to that prayer. This is the book that blank 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 is guidance, blank blank blank, quote unquote. The greater part of Al-Baqarah was revealed during the first two years of the Holy Prophet's life at, Mad- at Al-Madinah. The smaller part, which was revealed at a later period, has been included in this surah because its contents are closely related to those dealt with in this surah. For instance, the verses prohibiting interest were revealed during the last period of the Holy Prophet's life, but have been inserted in this surah. For the same reason, the last two verses, verse 284 to 286, of this surah which were revealed at Makkah before the migration of the Holy Prophet to Al-Madinah have also been included in it. Historical Background In order to understand the meaning of this surah, we should know its historical background. Number one, At Makkah, the Quran generally addressed the Mushrik Quraysh who were ignorant of Islam. But Al-Madinah, it was also concerned with the Jews who were acquainted with the creed of the unity of Allah, prophethood, revelation, the hereafter, and angels. They also professed to believe in the law which was revealed by Allah to their prophet Moses, Allah peace be upon him, and in principle, their way was the same, Islam, that was being thought by prophet Muhammad wasallam. But they had strayed away from it during the centuries of their generation and had adopted many un-Islamic creeds, rites, and customs, of which there was no mention and for which there was no sanction in the Torah. Not only this, they had tampered with the Torah by inserting their own explanation and interpretation into its text. They had distorted even the part of the word of God, which had remained intact in their scriptures and taken out of its in the real spirit of true religion, and were now clinging to a lifeless frame of rituals.
Consequently, their beliefs, their morals, and their conduct had gone to the lowest depths of degeneration. The pity is that they were not only satisfied with their condition, but loved to cling to it. Besides this, they had no intention or inclination to accept any kind of reform. So they became bitter enemies of those who came to teach them the right way and did their worst to defeat every such effort. Though they were originally Muslims, they had swerved from the real Islam and made innovations and alteration in it and had fallen victims to hair-splitting and sectarianism. They had forgotten and forsaken Allah and begun to serve Mammon so much so that they had given up the original name Muslim and adopted the name Jew instead and made religion the sole monopoly of the children of Israel. Number two, this was the religious condition when the Holy Prophet went to Al-Madinah and invited the Jews to the crew through religion. This is why more than one-third of the surah has been addressed to the children of Israel. A critical review of their history, their moral degeneration, and their religious privations have been made side by side with this the high standard of morality and the fundamental principles of the pure religion have been put forward in order to bring out clearly the nature of the degeneration of the community of a prophet when it goes astray and to draw clear lines of demarcation between real piety and formalism and the essentials and non-essentials of the true religion. Number three, at Makkah, Islam was mainly concerned with the propagation of its fundamental principles and the moral training of its followers. But after the migration of the Holy Prophet to Al-Madinah, where Muslims had come to settle from all over Arabia and where a tiny Islamic state had been set up with the help of Ansar, local supporters, naturally, the Quran had to turn its attention to the social, cultural, economical, political, and legal problem as well. This accounts for the difference between the themes of the surah revealed at Makkah and those at Al-Madinah. Accordingly, about half of the surah deals with those principles and regulations which are essential for the integration and solidarity of a community and for the solution of its problems. Number 4. After the migration of Al-Madinah, the struggle between Islam and un-Islam had also entered a new phase. Before this, the believers, who propagated Islam among their own clans and tribes, had to face their opponents at their own risk. But the condition had changed at Al-Madinah, where Muslims from all parts of Arabia had come and settled as one community and had established an independent city-state. Here, it became a struggle for the survival of the community itself, for the whole of non-Muslim Arabia was bent upon and united in crushing and totally. Hence, the following instructions upon which depended not only its success, but its very survival were revealed in this surah. Number 5. The community should work with the utmost zeal to propagate its ideology and win over to its side the greatest possible number of people. Number six, 
it should so expose its opponents as to leave no room for doubt in the mind of any sensible person that they were adhering to an absolutely wrong position. Number seven, it should infuse in its members, the majority of whom were homeless and indigent and surrounded on all sides by enemies, that courage and fortitude which is so indispensable to their very existence in the adverse circumstances in which they were struggling and to prepare them to face these boldly. Number eight, it should also keep them ready and prepared to meet any armed menace which might come from any side to suppress and crush their ideology and to oppose it tooth and nail without minding the overwhelming numerical strength and the material resources of its enemies. Number nine, it should also create in them that courage is that is needed for the eradication of evil ways and for the establishment of the Islamic way instead. Number 10. That is why Allah has revealed in this surah such instructions as may help achieve all the above-mentioned objects. Number 11. During this period, a new type of Muslims, Munafikin or hypocrites, had begun to appear. Though signs of duplicity had been noticed during the last day of Mak at Makkah, they took a different shape at Al-Madinah. At Makkah, there were some people who professed Islam to be true, but were not prepared to abide by the consequences of this profession and to sacrifice their worldly interests and relation and bear the afflictions which inevitably follow the acceptance of this creed. But at Al-Madinah, different kinds of munafikin or hypocrites began to appear. There were some who had entered the Islamic fault merely to harm it from within. There were others who were surrounded by Muslims and therefore had become Muslims to safeguard their worldly interest. They, therefore, continued to have relation with enemies so that if the latter become successful, their interest would remain secure. There were still others who had no strong conviction of the truth of Islam but had embraced it along with their clans. Lastly, there were those who were intellectually convinced of the truth of Islam, but did not have enough moral courage to give it up their former traditions, superstitions, and personal ambitions, and live up to the Islamic moral standards and make sacrifices in its way. 12. At the time of the revelation of Al-Baqarah, all sorts of hypocrites had begun to appear. Allah has, therefore, briefly pointed out their characteristics here. Afterward, when their evil characteristics and mischievous deeds become manifest, Allah sent detailed instructions about them. Theme Guidance This surah is an invitation to the divine guidance and all the stories, incidents, etc. revolve around this central theme. As this surah has particularly been addressed to the Jews, many historical events had been cited from their own tradition to admonish and advise them that their own good lies in accepting the guidance revealed to the Holy Prophet. They should, therefore, be the first to accept it, because it was basically the same that was revealed to Prophet Moses. Allah, peace be upon him. Topics and their interconnection these introductory verses declare the Quran to be the book of guidance, enunciate the articles of the faith, belief in Allah, prophethood, and life after death, 
divide mankind into three main groups with regard to its acceptance or rejection. Believers, disbelievers, and hypocrites. Verses 1 until 20 Allah invites mankind to accept the guidance voluntarily and to submit to Him, the Lord and the Creator of the universe, and to believe in the Quran, His guidance, and in the life after death. Verses 21 to 29 The story of the appointment of Adam as always vicegerent on earth of his life in the garden, of his falling a prey to the temptation of Satan, of his repentance and acceptance, has been re- related to show to mankind, Adam's offspring, that the only right thing for them is to accept and follow the guidance. This story also shows that the guidance of Islam is the same that was given to Adam, and that it is the original region of mankind. Verses 30-39 In this portion, invitation to the guidance has particularly been extended to the children of Israel, and their past and present attitude has been criticized to show that the cause of their degradation was their deviation from the guidance. Verses 40-120 The Jews have been exhorted to follow Prophet Muhammad wasallam, who had come with the same guidance and who was a descendant and follower of Prophet Abraham, whom they highly honored as their ancestor and professed to follow as a prophet. The story of the building of the Kaaba by him has been mentioned because it was going to be made the Qibla of the Muslim community. Verses 121-141 In this portion, the declaration of the change of Qibla from the temple, Jerusalem, to the Kaaba, Makkah, has been made as a symbol of the change of leadership from the children of Israel to the Muslim community, which has also been forewarned to guard against those transgressions against the guidance that had led to the deposition of the Jews. Verses 142-152 In this portion, practical measures have been prescribed to enable the Muslims to discharge the heavy responsibilities of the leadership that had been entrusted to them for the promulgation of guidance. Salat, fast, zakat, hajj, and jihad have been prescribed for the moral training of the ummah. The believers have been exhorted to obey authority, to be just, to fulfill pledges, to observe treaties, to spend wealth, etc., in the way of Allah. Laws, rules, and regulations have been laid down for their organization, cohesion, and conduct for of a day-to-day life and for the solution of social, economic, political, and international problems. On the other hand, drinking, gambling, lending money on interest, etc. have been prohibited to keep the Ummah safe from disintegration. In between these, the basic articles of the faith have been reiterated at suitable places, for these alone can enable and support one to stick to the guidance. Verses 153-251 These verses serve as an introduction to the prohibition of lending money on interest. The true conception of Allah, revelation, and life after death 
has been emphasized to keep alive the sense of accountability. The stories of Prophet Abraham, Allah's peace be upon him, and of the one who woke up after a sleep of hundred years have been related to show that Allah is all-powerful and is able to raise the dead and call them to account. The believers, therefore, should keep this fact in view and refrain from taking an interest in money. Verses 252-260 The theme of verses 153-251 has been resumed, and the believers have been exhorted to spend in the way of Allah in order to please Him alone. In contrast to this, they have been warned against the evils of lending money on interest. Instructions have also been given for the honest conduct of day-to-day business transaction. Verses 261-283 The basic articles of the faith have been recapitulated here at the end of the surah, just as they were enunciated as at its beginning. Then the surah ends with a prayer, which the Muslim community needed very much at that time, when they were encountering untold hardships in the propagation of the guidance. This dua also can be read in Al-Baqarah verses 284 to 286.